In the name of Jesus, Amen. Dear Saints, for the last Sunday of the church year, we consider the parable of the ten virgins. Uh, The parable is simple. There are ten virgins, or we would call them today bridesmaids, who are ready to go to a wedding banquet. But they are waiting for the bridegroom. Um, And he takes more time than the women think he will. And suddenly, he shows up in the middle of the night. And five of the virgins were ready. Uh, They had enough oil in their lamp, and they walked to the wedding hall. And five weren't ready. They didn't prepare enough. They ran out of oil. And these were left in the dark, and they were locked out of the wedding hall. What Jesus does here is he uses a made-up story to tell us what is actually going to happen in real life on uh, our final day. He is the bridegroom. The virgins are the Christians in church that you see in church. And we're all waiting for him to come. We're all waiting for our last day, like he said it would come. And the main point is this. This is the point of the parable. When it's time for us to meet our maker, not everyone will be ready. Not everyone will be prepared for that moment. And those who are not ready will be like those five foolish virgins with no oil in their lamp. They will be left in the dark. They will be locked out of heaven. And they will be cast into hell forever. I I want you to really understand what's going on here. Before the church year ends and before the new church year begins here in Advent, Jesus warns us. And he says, watch, therefore, for you know neither the day nor the hour. This is a serious and dire warning to all of us at the very end, the very last Sunday of the church year. It means that not everyone you see in a church on Sunday morning will make it to the kingdom of heaven. You will meet and know and sit next to, and talk to, and even work with some people in a church. But for some, it will be for this life only. Some relationships you have with Christians will be temporary. That is, they will not continue into eternity. Some of those relationships could even be in your own family. There are some who are faithful to Jesus right now, But Jesus tells us that there are some who will not be faithful unto the end. There are some who will fall away. And so they will not receive the crown of life. That's what you need to take with you here today. There are two kinds of Christians in church. There are those who take the word of God seriously and those who don't. Those who don't take the word of God seriously are called Uh, what Jesus calls them fools, foolish. In Greek, uh, the word here in Greek is moros, which is where we get the word moron in English. These are the ones who come to church. They check off all of the boxes. They do what they're supposed to do. And then they leave just like they came in, unchanged. Church for them is a chore. It is nice at times, but they really go out of tradition for family for friendship or things like this, for socializing. 
they go as long as it is convenient for them to go. They read their catechism, and now it's somewhere in a drawer or the closet. They come to church, but they don't really take to heart or pay attention to what's said. They have a relaxed view, a laid back view of doctrine, which is the most important thing in this world. They have a laid back view, a relaxed view of it. They don't care all that much about doctrine or the church or salvation or repentance. These things are nice, but I'm not going to get into the details of it. Church becomes more of a social thing and they're baptized, but then they don't really think about it. They're confirmed and then they don't really know why. They show up if they're needed, if they're getting paid, if they have a meeting to go to, if they have something to do. They take those things seriously, but they don't take God's word seriously. And the reason the fool doesn't take God's word seriously now is because he thinks he has more time than he actually has. He thinks he doesn't have to take it seriously right now, today, Because he'll have the time to take it seriously tomorrow. The foolish Christian thinks he can set aside all of the theology, all of the church stuff, all the repentance stuff and the Lord's Supper stuff, and just consider it another time, a more convenient time. He puts God's word on the back burner. He says, look, I'm going to get around to it. I'll get back to church one of these days. I'll take this seriously. I'll really, one of these days, I'll really figure out this theology stuff and listen to it. You fool. Tonight, your soul is required of you. Tomorrow is not promised. Rushing headfirst into sins and wickedness because you plan on repenting later is the most foolish thing you could do. Those who do this will not, Jesus says, they will not make it to the kingdom of heaven. They will be surprised when that day comes. And they will be shocked to find themselves apart from the Lord. You don't know when your last day or hour will come. You won't have time. And when that time comes, you won't have time to go back to church. You won't have time to rewind the clock or to pay attention to the words, or listen to them again. You are out of time. Your time will be up. There's a clock that is ticking in your life, and you don't know when it ends. When that moment comes, you won't have time to prepare yourself for the moment. You have to be prepared before that moment. You will die when you die, and you cannot delay it. Not one second. And either you're prepared, and ready to die and be judged by God, or you're not. And there is no second chance. That's it. I or another pastor will try our best to be there when you die. That's my goal. But the truth is, many times, oftentimes, we don't make it. We don't make it on time. Even if I am there, I won't have time to explain it, to to tell you what true repentance is, to explain to you what it is, to tell you about the atonement or to address every doubt and anxiety that you have. I'm not going to have the time to sit down and show you and open the scriptures and do this. I'm only going to have enough time to remind you and say, do you remember? Do you remember what the gospel is? 
Remember that. That's all uh, the, the, the time I'm going to have. You, you won't have time to confess all of the sins that plague you or haunt you. You won't have time to go back and learn what you ignored. So you cannot fool yourself. Don't let your soul fall asleep with a false sense of security of time. This is, tomorrow is an illusion. It's not real yet. T- today, right now, is the only time you have. What, what is heartbreaking to me is that there's, some, there's just some who, will, who won't listen. They won't. They simply will not take these words seriously. I, I could turn blue in the face. If this is you, repent. If you can hear these words, it is not too late. Because where there is life, there is still hope. Today is the day of salvation. Repent now, today, because you may not get tomorrow. Well, now we consider the other kind of Christian in church. And that's the wise one. And if you're listening right now, if you're thinking about these words seriously, and they kind of scare you, then you're wise. Only these will make it to the end. The, the word here in Greek for wise is not Sophia, uh, which is what we would expect or what's common, but phronimos, which means thoughtful or the pensive ones, the thoughtful ones. These are the ones who take the word of God seriously. They pay attention to it. They think about it. They study it. They think about it throughout their life. These are the ones who listen intently. They strive to understand it. They care about what the hymns say, the words of the hymns, the doctrine of the hymns, and not just how it sounds. They, they care about the sermon and not just how it sounds or how it's said. They want to learn what is being taught. They dig into the Bible. They read it. They meditate upon it day and night. They take seriously what God says about sin. They are mortified of their sins. They hate their sins. They strive to avoid them. They yearn to keep God's word. And then they get happy. They get happy when they hear the promises that Jesus makes. And their hearts are filled with joy when they hear about their forgiveness and salvation. To them, the gospel isn't just information. It's not just a nice little story. They rely upon it. This is, this is their hopes, uh, their heart's desire. This is all their hope. They trust in it. And when they look to the cross and they see Jesus dying there for them, hanging on the cross, lifeless as a corpse there, their eyes are filled with hope, knowing that he has taken the place of sinful man. These wise ones wait for Jesus. They wait for their final day like a child waits for Christmas with eagerness, with joy, anticipation. They are ready to see him. And when it's their moment to leave earth, they are not panicked. They're not afraid. They simply say, Lord, now lettest thou thy servant depart in peace. Your word has been fulfilled. And they are wise and they will see God. If you're worried about which one of these you are, if you're worried if you're the fool or the wise one, thanks be to God. Because only faith cares which one it is. Faith cares if it's wise or if it's foolish. That means you have faith 
in your heart. The fools, after hearing all of this, they don't care which one they are. They go on their day like nothing. They're not even paying attention anymore at this moment. But the wise ones care and take seriously which ones they are because they truly want to see Jesus and cannot bear the thought of living a day without him. To be without the Lord who died for them and redeemed them, who took their place, is the worst thought to them. So they want to spend eternal life with him. And that is why they take it all seriously. So dear saints, you are ready to meet your maker this day. This could be your last Sunday here. This could be the last time we see each other. I don't know. It could be that on your way home or on your way back to church next Sunday, it's your final day. It could be in this next year. Whatever it is, you are not ready because you made yourself ready. You're ready because Jesus made you ready here today with these words. Your heart, which was maybe not even thinking about these things this morning, is now. Today, he has given you the oil that you need to face the darkness that is to come, the forgiveness, the light, the assurance, and everything you need to keep you in the faith until life everlasting. So dear saints, may God bless you as we end another year in the church. And may God grant you always to trust in the saving name of Christ Jesus who gave himself for you. Amen. The peace of God which surpasses all understanding, guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen.